There's a lot of smoke. Deion Sanders to Auburn. Is it a legit possibility? Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blagerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen Every single day. Joining us today, Jake Crane, the birthday boy himself, host of Crane & Company. In case you haven't heard, Jake, it's a, it's a bit of a crazy week down here on the plates. Yeah, man. Uh, seems like uh, things are probably popping. I, I know you guys are probably getting asked questions left and right. I know I am. Uh, but, but I think it's something that had to happen. Uh, you know, it, Brian Harson, the, the experiment kind of failed. And uh, I'm not going to shed a tear for a guy that got paid $15 million for a year and a half of work, though. Right, yeah, and uh, you know, earlier this week was his birthday, and everyone's like, "Man, he got fired the day before his birthday." And it's like, if I was getting paid fifteen mil, like, <laughs> dude, fire, okay. me, fire me in front of the whole city, like have everybody there. Y'all can throw vegetables at me, like I don't care. So there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of smoke right now around Deion Sanders, right? A lot mm-hmm. of the Auburn fan base wants Deion Sanders. Uh, I talked to a few sources where it sounds like a lot of the defensive players on Auburn's team which makes sense why they would want Deion Sanders. What, what's your thought about Deion to Auburn? Well, you know, typically in these searches, uh, the first guy you hear never gets it. But, you know, I guess there, there's, there's always a first time for everything. Look, I, I think Deion needs a serious look. Uh, if, if you look at what Auburn needs right now, you look around the SEC West. I mean, we already know what Nick's done at Alabama. Lane's at Ole Miss. Mike Leach is at Mississippi State. Sam Pittman looks like a great fit there at Arkansas. Uh, LSU and Brian Kelly are humming in year one already, and he doesn't yeah. even have fingerprints on that team. You need a guy that can come in and turn heads, but you need a guy that can come in and recruit. You need a guy that that people say, uh, you know, I want to go to Auburn to play for this guy. You need a egotistical guy uh, that kind of – they're all egotistical, but Deion Sanders is – that name resonates from coast to coast. Yeah. It doesn't matter if, if – you're from the South. If you're a five-star offensive tackle from California or Washington or DB, you know who Deion Sanders is. Not worried about that part. The PR part would be huge. You'd be the top story, top headline in every outlet, not even just sports. Auburn would be, I guess you could say, back in the good graces of the media, which who really cares? Typically, right. they hate on Auburn in general. We'll talk about the national media. I see it firsthand. Thank God I can combat it a little bit because I actually understand how it works down there. Sure. But I think Deion deserves a serious look. The question is, the question is, you don't have a ton of experience being a head coach in college. All right, not saying that that's the end-all, be-all, and you shouldn't get the job, but you are entering the top of the top when it comes to program efficiency, program routine, setting a structure around a program that can compete with Alabama and Georgia and turn Auburn into the machine that we're looking around and seeing that you put good players in and spit NFL players out and win some rings on the way. That's the part with Dion. Now, if he's able to put a staff around him, which I know he'll have big names, but but just just having a big name doesn't make a staff great. They need to understand the way it works in this league. They need to understand the level of efficiency that it takes. You can't just uh, hop in day one and, and know everything. You're going to have to learn as you go, but you're going to have to build it pretty quickly. I think Dion could assemble that staff, uh, and, and I don't I don't think it'd be a swing and a miss at all for Auburn if Dion yeah. Sanders was the next head coach. So w- what do you think that means, right? De- Dion putting together a top-tier staff. Uh, I know you mentioned it's not all about the big names. It's about what yep. all can they go out and do? Can they recruit? Can they develop all of that stuff? 
Because that's kind of what it looks like, right? That's kind of what Dion represents is can he be the CEO and mm. be the face of this incredible machine that he could potentially build at Auburn. So what does that look like? Let's say he's off for the job. Let's say he accepts it and he starts to build a staff. What does that look like logistically, Jake? Well, you know, you, you said it off the rip. It, it comes down to recruiting, obviously. You need guys that know how to scheme. You need guys that know how to adjust. And Dion has those relationships. And obviously, when you have a head coach like Dion Sanders, it's a whole hell of a lot easier to recruit if you're an assistant coach when you can walk prime into a living room. So uh, I think logistically, it, it's not – you never want to hire all your friends and you never want to hire all your enemies. It, it's, it's kind of a good mix. You want some young. You want some old. You want talented versatility. That doesn't mean that somebody's got to be this color or somebody's got to be, uh, you know, this age. You need to have versatility of really good coaches that kind of span through the different years and are not afraid to bounce ideas off each other. But the main thing you need, and me and Cole Kubik have talked about this, is you need a guy that can tell you this isn't a good idea. That That's what you need. Brian Harson didn't have that guy to say, Coach, listen. I understand what you're saying, but this is not going to work here. He needs basically what we call an FU coach. That's what you need. Oh, you 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 have this idea you think's great. Uh, we can mold it a little bit. I don't know how well it'll be received. I understand how it works around here. Here's maybe how you want to frame it. That's very, very important. It's not just knowing what to do. It's knowing what not to do. And you need to have guys on your staff that aren't afraid to say, Coach, I just don't think that's a good idea. And I think Dion's smart enough to understand that. Uh, but any coach that gets thrust into this role needs that person, not just at Auburn, pretty much at everywhere when you go into a new place. Do you think Dion wants the Auburn job, Jake? Here's my problem. Here's my question with Dion, Zach, because yeah. I've been in the business. I understand how this goes. Right. So let's say Auburn hires Dion Sanders. Huge hire. First year, they win eight games, top five recruiting class. Uh, all types of things. Then all of a sudden, Florida State goes seven and five this year. Then they go five and seven next year, and they fire Mike Norvell. I can go ahead and tell you: when Mama comes calling, you pick up the phone and answer. When she says, "Be home by the time the street lights lights come on," you better be home by the time the street lights come on. And I would not blame Dion for going to Florida State, just like I'm not blaming Mario for going to Oregon or Kirby picking Georgia. That'd be like if, if Auburn offered me the job. Hell yeah, I'd take it. So that's what worries me about Prime. Florida State may open in the next two to three years, and you'd hate to have to start this whole process over, and it's already going to be hard to follow Deion Sanders either way. Yeah. Uh, Jake, I want to ask you in just a moment, who do you think will be Auburn's next head coach? We'll get his answer in just a moment. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but haven't really pulled it all together yet. Maybe you've been procrastinating. Maybe you've been putting it off. You'll want to listen up right now. Locked on Auburn listeners. You can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you don't want to miss it. I use Simply Safe. It's great. You can control everything from one app. You can see everything from one app. We've got two cameras installed, an outdoor one, a doorbell one. We actually got three, a doorbell one and an inside one that's over our living room. It's awesome. It's great. You can activate everything from your app. You can get alerts. You can set what it tells you, what it doesn't. It's awesome. So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off of your new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Jake Crane, our guest today. Jake, if you had to pick right now, Auburn's next head coach will be who? 
you know, it's it's still really early, but if I had to go out and say a guy I, I think may be the next guy, I really think there's a chance Lane Kiffin may be the next guy. Me too. Guy. That's my answer too. I, I, I really think so. Now, personally, personally, I think Hugh Freeze would be the best fit. And and look, I, I get it. There's baggage with, with Hugh Freeze. Hell, there's baggage with Lane Kiffin, all right? That, but I know there's levels to it, and Hugh made a, a bad mistake. Uh, there's some stuff on the periphery that people don't like with the way he uses social media, similar to Lane Kiffin. Uh, but I think Hugh... Not that Lane isn't hungry. Hugh understands what it takes to win in this league. He understands how to recruit in this league. He knows the lay of the land. He's beaten every team in this league. He beat Bama with Bo Wallace. They should have built a statue of it just for doing that. Dr. Bo. Uh, yeah, and, and when I look at Hugh, he's hungry, right? He was on Broadway. He was in Cats and, and Alexander Hamilton. And then all of a sudden that went down. Now he's doing local shows at the high school where he gets made fun of by the kids. So you want, he wants to get back to Broadway. Nobody would be hungrier than him. Nobody understands the league, and especially the SEC West, better than him outside of Lane Kiffin, who's living it right now. Uh, I would love if you got the job, but I'm, I'm, I'm leaning toward Lane Kiffin right now. As crazy as that is to come out of my mouth, I've talked to two guys I trust. One of the guys was the same one who told me when Gus Malzahn was getting fired, but I caught a lot of hell for that and ended up being, ended up being right. And he said there's three options. Option A, Lane Kiffin. Option B, Lane Kiffin. And option C, Lane Kiffin. Interesting. I, I'm hearing similar things um, from, from folks that are saying, it sounds like talks are already kind of starting. And look, who's representing Lane Kiffin? Oh, yeah, Jimmy Sexton. Nobody's better at getting money out of Auburn <laughs> than that yeah. guy. So I think that matters, Jake. I mean, all of these relationships yeah. matter throughout well, the Well, let me tell you this, Zach, too. Uh, Lane has the same agent, obviously, as Nick Saban. See, a lot of these guys have the same agent. So yeah. really, the agent's just debating with himself. He can't lose. Uh, what is he like? Good like gig if you can get it. Yeah. You know, just like arguing with himself. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, you, you just drive up the money for, for all your clients. No, that's outstanding for him. Yeah, I, the the Hugh Freeze angle of it, it doesn't sound like President Roberts, the, the new Auburn president. Um, I, I don't think that that's kind of a way that he wants to lean, Jake. Are you hearing similar things about that? I, I've, I've heard he's, you know, a lot of people thought Greg Sankey was the biggest roadblock. Sankey said, now, nah, you know, now with NIL, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that are right. Like, fine, if you want to do it, do it. Uh, it's going to come down to President Roberts and, and whether he signs off on it. We know that. But I will say this. John Cohen is not a yes man. Uh, I, I can tell you, no, I've, I've got some friends that are very tight inside the Mississippi State program. And he told the boosters to kick rocks on multiple occasions. Uh, and it pissed him off a couple times, to be honest with you. So John's going to hire who I think he really wants to hire. Uh, I think Robertson then signed off on Cohen and Cohen took the job because he feels like he's going to be able to pick the guy. But Roberts is the biggest roadblock when it comes to Hugh Freeze. But look, how bad do you want to win, man? Like, let's be honest. How bad do you want to win? You want some choir boy to come in here and just tell you all the right things and open the door for you, and then you go five and seven every year and maybe beat Bama or George every once in a while? Or do you want a guy that may be a little bit edgy that comes in here and has that dog in him a little bit, that isn't afraid of Nick, that isn't afraid of Kirby, that isn't afraid of, of Lane and Ole Miss, that isn't afraid of Brian Kelly, a guy that feels like he belongs here? Uh, choir boy, there's an old saying. Good guys get you beat sometimes. You know the saying, good guys finish last? I don't want my defense to be a bunch of Eagle Scouts out there that never got detention. Let's just put it that way. I want us to be somewhat pissed off and then harness that anger, make them accountable, and go beat somebody to death out there. I'm with you on all of that. And I think Lane Kiffin checks the most boxes. Do you think there's this narrative out there, Jake, people talk about it, and it's mainly from Ole Miss people, 
they talk about like Auburn's about to go broke, right? Like because they're paying all these other buyouts and like they don't have any more money to offer a coach. Just back me up on this. That's ridiculous, right? Well, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Auburn has made some – Stephen Leith cost Auburn a lot of money, probably close to $100 million, something like that. When you look at the decisions that was made by him and then his wife, everything that went down with the house, that was a disastrous hire. Yeah, right. uh, but but Auburn has money. Let, let's, let, let's not play around. Auburn has money. Uh, we're, the, Auburn's very fortunate to have that amount of money. That doesn't mean you'd be dumb with it or stupid with it or willy-nilly with it. But Ole Miss saying that Auburn's broke is like a mom and pop saying that Walmart's going broke. I'm sorry. It's just not the truth, guys. You got to you gotta win the SEC West at least, you know, once in a blue moon before you come talking about people's money. Lane's having to beg y'all to get into the stands. Yeah. There's a somebody that covers Ole Miss, a beat writer, wrote a column about like, well, Auburn, you're looking a little envious. And it's like, I cannot stress enough how far from the truth that is. Auburn will never be envious of, what? of Ole Miss. What has Ole Miss won in football? I'll, I'll wait. You know what? I'd wait here till I died. And look, I think Ole Miss, is, it's a great program. Oxford's a great place to live. They're a baseball school, and nothing's wrong with that. I played baseball. I love baseball. But Ole Miss, thinking, again, it's like Ole Miss to me in this situation is kind of like the girl that's, that's a six that wants to hang out with a bunch of fours so she can look like a seven or an eight. Like, I'm sorry. It's just I, you're a six. Let's just be, you're a six. Which the ultimate irony is there's a bunch of tens walking around that campus, so it may not be the best example, but in the scope of football, good lookingness, you're a six. I'm sorry. But you you're funny, you you like to party, but you're a six. Yeah, just th this narrative that Ole Miss is as good of a job is a joke, right? And we talked about this when when the news broke about Mississippi State, right? Talking about how like John Cohen there's a lot of reports that he's a big budget guy, which is not what Auburn wants right now. You want to care more about winning than you care about the bottom line and the budget. But what he did at Mississippi State and what he's got to manage at Auburn, like it's just two totally different yeah. revenues. Ask John Cohen. Just ask John Cohen. You went and look, Mississippi State, fine place, start Vegas, underrated in my opinion. But you're Oh, going it's terrible, Jake. No, I, I call it I call it Start Ganistan because I hate start, it so much. Well, start Ganistan. That, that that's very true. Uh when, just ask John Cohen. You you went from a place, you lived in a nice one-story house in a good neighborhood. Oh, no, we hit the lottery. Now I'm living in Beverly Hills in a, in a three-story mansion with a garage and a man cave in it and a dog from somewhere in, in that's born somewhere in Europe. I mean, that's, that's how it works. That's the jump from Mississippi State to Auburn. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right, one of your, uh, your co-hosts said something very interesting about the Auburn job. And I want to get your thoughts on what Mr. David Cohn said in just a moment. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Sweatblock. And hey, if you missed it last night, Auburn basketball got going. And just a spoiler, basketball season's here. Reminder, we're going to be sweating a ton. And so if you're going to be watching Auburn basketball in public, you don't want to sweat through all of your clothes. You want to look fresh and clean. And Sweatblock can allow you to do that. Their wipes, you, you use them once a week. And it really drastically cuts down on how much you sweat. Uh, this is created by a doctor. Doctor recommended. Cannot stress how great of a product Sweatblock is. Go to sweatblock.com and you can save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, one word, LOCKEDON, at sweatblock.com. The product is also available at Amazon. Jake, how can people check out everything you've got going on before we jump into this next topic? 
Yeah, uh, if you're a member of the Daily Wire, obviously uh, you have full access to it, but it's pretty simple. Uh, you just get on your computer machine, you go to YouTube, you type in Crane and Company, C-R-A-I-N and Company, and you'll see us. And, and you get to see some great stuff. I just had, uh, we just had Jordan Rogers on today. I got to hit Blaine in the face with a pie because he lost his fantasy bet yesterday. That's just absolutely one of the most amazing moments of my life. Uh, so no, we have a lot of fun over there. Yeah, and, all right. And so your other co-host, uh, David Cohn, he made the pitch for Urban Meyer, mm -hmm. Auburn to go after Urban Meyer. What were your thoughts on his reasoning and his rationale there? I mean, look, I, I would love if Urban Meyer got the job at Auburn. I know we'd win. Again, is he the best guy? No. no. Does he have baggage? Yes. Just yes. go to the airport. So, like, at the end, at the end of the day, do you want to win? Urban Meyer wants back in. You think Urban Meyer's going out like that? You think Urban Meyer's going to go? These guys' egos are so huge they can barely fit out of the car. So, it He's not going out as a loser with the Jags. How many times have we seen coaches go to the NFL, screw up after having success in college, then come back to college and dominate? Well, look at what's going on in Alabama right now. I think Urban wants back in. I would make Urban tell me no. And him being right in between Nick Saban, because all Urban Myers heard is Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, Dan Lanning, Jimbo Fisher. Nobody's talking about Urban anymore. He's on Big Noon Kickoff wearing the same glasses that the evil villain from the James Bond movies wears all the time. He's not relevant anymore. So how can you be relevant? Drop him right in the middle of the city and go build a monster. Again, will it will it be bad in you know year eight or something if he does something stupid? Yeah, but you may have a couple natties in between it, and we know Urban Meyer can win. I want to win, Zach. How about that? I'll say it. I'm I, I want to win, too. I'm not trying to go out there and sign some serial killer to be the head guy. That's not what I'm saying. There's levels to it. And yeah. Urban Meyer isn't the greatest guy of all time, but he's also not the worst of all time. And he's one of the best college football coaches ever. And there's no other big brands out there that, that are available right now. Ohio State's not. USC's not. Oregon's no. not. Texas no, Auburn's going to have the best job. It's the yeah, best open job out there by a job. mile. Why not? Make Urban Meyer say no. It's just how bad do you want to win? Is Urban Meyer? Do you think Urban Meyer's a better coach than Lane Kiffin? Yes. Right now? Not not yes. five years ago. Right now? Yes. Wow. Okay. Do you think that it's actually an option? I mean, if, if Roberts is concerned about Hugh Freeze, surely yeah. he's concerned. Like, surely that's not even on his radar, right? Yeah. Uh, again, you know, it's 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 my opinion. And, and look, uh, Roberts is, is going to make the decision he makes. Uh Urban Meyer's not the best guy of all time. Hugh Freeze isn't the best guy of all time. But there's been a lot of coaches that have won that haven't been the best guys of all time. You can go it. back and look all through the arcs of, of history. Hell, you had coaches punching players on the sideline back in, back in the day when you go back and look at it. So yeah. will Robert sign off on him? I, probably not. I don't probably think not. so. But I want to win. Bring me a guy in because guess what? You'll catch a bunch of backlash early. But those clowns like Pete Thamel and Pat Forty and all these people that hate Auburn, they're going to hate Auburn regardless. You can hire Jesus himself to be the head coach, and they'd still find a way uh, to, to hate on Auburn. So that's going to happen either way. But you know what cures everything? Winning. 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 Yeah. When Auburn wins the national championship in year three, they're going to be praising it as the greatest decision since we figured out how to split the atom. Like, like that. that's, that's what's going to happen, but I don't think Roberts will sign off on it. All right, so if Jake Crane was AD, give me your order. Let's go five deep. Who are the first five calls you make in order. I'm putting you on the spot here. All right. Give me Urban Meyer one. Wow. Give me Hugh Freeze two. Give me Lane Kiffin three. Give me Deion Sanders four. And give me 
Dan Lanning five. Some of the some some boosters like Dan Lanning. Um, Look, I mean, he's got the blueprint. He's got he fixed Bo Nix. I mean, hell, Gus couldn't do that in thirty five years. I mean, I'm watching Bo Nix staying in the pocket, throwing the ball, making good. He looks good as long as he's not playing against Georgia. He looks really good. Oh, uh, that's exactly. A lot of people are, but but, and I know the Pac-12 is worse than the SEC. I get that, but he's playing from the pocket. He's looking mm-hmm. like what everybody always wanted him to look like. And I think him leaving Auburn was good for him. It was such a toxic situation. But Dan understands it, and Dan's one of the best recruiters in the country. You ask Kirby Smart who he thinks is the best recruiter that he. He's not going to say Del McGee. He's going to say Dan Lanning because yeah. Dan Lanning can go get it. Why do you think Hugh Freeze is a better fit than Lane Kiffin? I think Hugh Freeze would would just be hungrier. I, I know how hungry the man is. Like I, I feel like he would be willing to go the extra, extra mile. I think he'd be willing to kind of chill out on social media and only do the normal. Well, now, look, so, it's splitting hairs. There isn't some yeah. wide gap in between the two. I just think Hugh, he's an offensive mind. Therefore, you can bring in an offensive coordinator that's just a dog recruiter. Just bring in a guy that can just absolutely recruit. Keep keep a guy like Ike Hilliard, guys like that. I, I think Hugh edges out Lane by a little bit for me, and he'd be cheaper. Why Why is Hugh still at Liberty? Though? I mean, he's been there a minute. He's had plenty of people that can come scoop him away, and it hasn't happened. Why is that? Because it's past. I mean, okay. it's pretty simple. And let's be honest, Liberty's – I don't think people realize Liberty has as much money as anybody, okay? They have a ski resort on campus. All right, pretty let, nice. Let that sink in for a second. He's getting paid, what, $5 million a year now? Mm-hmm. So it, the ultimate irony is nobody will hire Hugh Freeze because of his past, but a religious school hires him. That's the part that, to me, is just absolutely wild. Yeah, it is wild. Hey, one more time, how can people check out everything you got going on, brother? Uh, just go to YouTube, Crane and Company, C-R-A-I-N and Company. I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all can spell that. Uh, I went to elementary school in Auburn. They taught us pretty good. So, uh, yeah, come check us out. We're live every morning uh, from 730 to 9 Eastern, 630 to 8 Central. We talk everything from NFL, Major League Baseball, college football, obviously, is our main thing. And I have some great guests. We have Jeff Jeff Foxworthy as our guest picker uh, Friday. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So come check it out. Jake Crane with Crane and Company. You can read all my written work at AuburnDaily.com. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn.